Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Dan, this one could go into a little overtime. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, I mean, we, we got uh, we got back-to-back uh, free golf this weekend uh, from the U.S. Uh, Women's Open and at Jack's place. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know who to congratulate first. I don't know who to thank first. Uh, I'm definitely thinking this uh, major series pick from Old Elk. It is going down fantastic. It's mm. a hell of a pour. Heck, yeah. So, Thanks, uh, thanks for you that are uh, supporting the show, and we'll be sipping some old elk during uh, the U.S. Open. Should be a good time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get started, Dan. So we got a lot to get into here. So uh, congratulations, Patrick Cantley. I think is that an asterisk? Congratulations. Is it a? Uh, because I think there were two people that allowed Patrick Cantley to win that tournament. One, oh. well, one guy didn't let him. Uh, he he just was disadvantaged uh, with the whole going, going through contact tracing, which we'll talk a little about Rom in a minute. Very, very, very unfortunate event that happened with John Rom. We hate to hear that, especially a guy that's playing so good. You lost a million and a half dollars, a million and a half plus dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't get your sixth career tour win uh, at, uh, I don't know. I mean, is this uh, outside of the majors and TPC is, is this like the, the next one? Is this the six, uh, the six major? Yeah. I think this is the one that would be after the, uh, after the players, it's probably this in the rear, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would think so. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, just a hell of a disappointment. Uh, be sure to check our Instagram page out if you want to see what uh, life, uh, what quarantine life looks like for a PGA Tour player. That's at Birdies <laughs> underscore Bourbon. Uh, sure to sure to get a kick out of that. A <laughs> little bit, a um, little bit of a rom in the commish. <laughs> <laughs> and a little guns and roses. Uh, let's see. <laughs> a little guns and roses. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, and the other guy, uh, uh, Colin Morikawa. I mean, what is in the world? Is it now clearly, clearly can't land Morikawa play this course well? It's not quite as well as John Rahm, but they do like it at the memorial, even with the changes. So, uh, Michael Thompson wasn't kidding. I, uh, you know, we got to watch some fantastic golf out there. And, uh, but so Morikawa on 18 finishing the last round uh he kind of hits it left uh greenside bunker where cantley's uh approach shot landed on the first play on the playoff hole and morikawa now noted it was a mud ball but you know he already missed the green once uh he was in the first cut so it wasn't fairway but it what it wasn't a horrible lie and he sh- short dicks it i'm like hit it on the green man what are you doing this is to win the tournament and and he he couldn't pull it off i don't know is he nervous is it that pencil grip that he's got uh that he's working on he's he's trying to too busy thinking about what grip he's going to use on the green i don't know i thought it was a great tournament i didn't i won't say i didn't like the way it ended Uh, i didn't like the way we got to where we got to on sunday in being that John Rahm wasn't allowed to play. I'm sure they explored, hey, can he play on his own? 
can we just send it? Let's send him out first thing in the morning. That way he didn't have contact with anybody. I, I would imagine they went through some of those scenarios. I, I don't know. I didn't hear about any of those. But uh, I'll tell you this. The next time John Rahm's got a what is it, six-shot lead coming in uh, on yep. Saturday? Yeah. Six-shot six lead and the posse's standing up around the green. I bet it takes him a hell of a long time to get to that green next time. He's thinking, man, I got a six shot lead. Everybody's out to cheer me on and congratulate me. You know, tell me, I can't believe you're, you're, you're t- taking the course apart like this. And no, no, Mm-mm. put your mask on and come with us, son. <laughs> no Buckeye milkshake for you, son. No Buckeye milkshake for you. Now this is twice. I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about gunshot coming off of 18 at Muirfield Village. This is twice as it happened to him. Last year, he had the penalty stroke where it's like, oh, did you know you get the penalty stroke? You still won. It's okay. He's like, huh? What? And you know, it's like he was, he was caught off guard there. And oh, yeah. now yeah, yeah, this no one, he yeah. said he is gonna, he's not going to want to go back to Muirfield Village. As, oh, as well man. as he plays the course. It's like, oh, I love that place. But man, they kick me in the nuts every time I go there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I'm sure Bruce got an invitation to this and he elected not to show up. Uh, you think he was thinking Jack was going to put them together? Oh, yeah. Him mm-hmm. and uh, Brooks, Brooks, yeah. Brooks and Brooksy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but no, Morikawa. Good, good. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to say, Morikawa was struggling a little bit there towards the end with, uh, with that mud ball. Um, but, man, I thought there was some amazing golf. I mean, I think if you're up by six, you should just say, okay, you're the winner, and we'll let these other guys kind of like hash it out for second and third, and just you, you can take the day off. What do you think? Well, what I think is uh, they didn't do that on the LPGA Ooh. tour at the women's U- at the women's U.S. Open. Now, granted, Lexi was only at five strokes, but I think there was a sports book that actually paid out on. If you bet John Rom, they mm. paid out because mm-hmm. they're thinking, well, hell, there's no there's no way he's going to blow a six stroke lead. It's just not going to happen. And fast forward to LPGA U.S. Women's Open, and uh, I think Lexi pretty much did just that. And uh, congratulations to Yuka Sasso on uh, I think her first uh, her first major win on the LPGA tour. Oh yeah, she's like 19 years old. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was it was yeah, great sponsor, to see hey, that, that. Hear that phone ringing? Oh What's yeah, up? it was great to see. I watched the playoff, and then they played three holes, and uh, it was fun to watch. And um, yeah, she she pulled it out, man. It was great to see, and holy cow, um, great for her. And Lexi, that was a tough day. And you know, I watched the the, the presser, and Oof. she um, she said she didn't hit the ball that hard, that bad. It was just, I mean, when you only come down, it was really the putting and the back nine that really did it all for her. And holy cow, that was yeah. Just, she just said she kind of wasn't getting the breaks, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she said she wouldn't get in the breaks, but uh, yeah. Did that presser remind you of anything that's happened maybe in another sport recently? Um, well, the presser happened, so no, so no, it happened. It might have been short, <laughs> oh, but it did happen. That is, that is true. Yeah, yeah but at, at, all right, all right. I, I stand, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Um, more so, thoughts. More thoughts. Okay, hold uh, so, on. Yeah, so, so congrats, is, is Morikawa the new Spieth? Well, it, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of stuff running through this guy's head, right? Uh, I mean, just from like, I mean, just go to the green and, and he's, he's changing putters. He's changing grips. Uh, so I, I maybe, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I did, by the way, pick him as my one and done. So I was on the edge of my friggin' seat edge of my seat, man. Uh, not only did I pick him in, in our one and done, 
I also picked him in oh. the uh, in the Pat Mayo uh, major series one and done. So I, that would have pushed us well up into the rankings if that would have happened. So I think we're sitting at 145 right now. So we still got some room. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that picked us good. But back to your question, is he the new Jordan Spieth? Well, let me tell you what, if he is, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. No, I'm saying it's if, a good if, thing. If, I'm saying yeah, like Jordan right. Spieth in his prime, like, you know, 2015 yeah. or whatever, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, Jordan Spieth 2.0, man. Yeah. I, I, I think it's possible. I mean, this guy's coming out and, and winning on extremely difficult. Go- well, let me say he's competing. Well, he's, he has won. So, I mean, I guess that's a fair statement. I guess maybe just with, with the recent events that happened over the weekend, competing with, uh, you know, with the, the top elite athletes, the top elite golfers in the world and on hard golf courses. So, I mean, everything's kind of working well for Colin. I I think, uh, I don't know what happened yesterday, man. I I think that just some, some middle mistakes. I mean, he was definitely kind of pulling stuff, you know, off the tee and, uh, but I mean, he wasn't putting himself in horrible position. I mean, his, his misses weren't that well, I say his misses weren't that bad. His, his misses off the tee weren't that bad. Look at Cantlay. Mm-hmm. off the tee. I mean, he sprays it out to the right and he's, uh, you know, you can't even see the ball and you know, it's, and he you know, kind of, and he hits it on the green. Right. So I, I don't know. It's an execution thing, I guess that, that occurred yesterday, but, uh, he, he could very well be, I guess you think he is. I think Colin Morikawa is the new Spieth. And when I say that, I mean, you know, when Spieth was on that run when he was really young, because Morikawa was like 23, 24, yeah. he's got four wins and he could easily have six. Um, and I just think every single major, I think he's in it. And I think if he can get that putter to where it's, you know, the, the ball's rolling for him, he's almost unstoppable out there. Now I say that I think he is, I think, holy cow, he's coming out of the gate so strong, so fast. Um, now Cantlay also has a complete game. Now, if Cantlay had the game he has, and then if he had the social game of Max Homa, <laughs> would he be Tiger Woods? Well, he, he would definitely be getting a four million dollar check at the end of the year. I can tell you that. I mean, if he but, had the Max Homa Twitter, like the way that he can do that. I mean, think about what you would think about uh, Cantlay. Hold on, hold on. I can make this a whole lot easier. You okay. don't even have to. You don't even have to go through the Homa effort. Okay. All you have to do is when you're giving your victory speech at the end. And Amanda asked you the question. Mm-hmm. I, I need I need the waterworks. Ooh. Give me give me some tears, baby. Ooh. Give me give me some tears. And we got a four million dollar check in the bank. That, that's all I'm saying. I, we need Cantlay. We need to teach that man to cry. I am hammering the under on that every single time. Amanda will never crack. Cantlay, you're never going to see the waterworks on the green. Never. I don't care if he wins Augusta. It's not going to happen. No tears for that man. I mean, uh, the is... best chance you had was on Sunday when it was raining, and they might have looked yeah. like it. <laughs> it might have looked oh, like it. So, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of, so it's um, so this was the pull. Uh, was it the playoff hole that that uh, where that where it was raining so hard? No, it was mm. the, the 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 last hole, the 18th hole. Yeah, where it was where it was raining so hard. I think you're on 17. <laughs> Because Scheffler's on 18. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, on 17, and it just, like, literally just, I mean, this cow pissing on a flat rock kind of stuff, right? I mean, it was coming down. I mean, they were drenched. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can kind of see Cantlay over here, and there's a rules official coming up, and Cantlay's talking and kind of doing his thing. And Morikawa goes ahead and putts. Yeah. 
And, and I think some people were questioning, well, why didn't they give Morikawa the chance to, uh, to wait to putt? Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think that they made him putt. I don't think he was on the clock that he had to putt. I think he just took it. You know, I don't know what was going through his head. I don't know if it was, uh, Hey, let me go ahead and putt now before, you know, before it gets wetter than what it is. Let me get as close as I can. Uh, was, was, he didn't know what to do. So he just goes and, you know, he goes and hits it. But I mean, clearly there was some uh, grass between the, uh, the blade and the ball and, you know, with all the water on the greens, it definitely slowed it down, kind of left him sitting back a little bit. Didn't put him in the best. I, he still made par on that one. But, uh, you know, I, I think that he might have rushed that shot a little bit. Maybe the pressure of the moment. I don't know. I've never been um, – I've never had that kind of pressure, been in that kind of position. However, I could have been today, Dan. I, I could have been today. I could have been playing at the U.S. Open qualifier – at the Piedmont Driving Club, but when I saw Sepp Straka, Seamus Power, Keith Mitchell, Martin Piller, Jason Cohn, when I saw they were showing up, I'm like, eh, shit, I'll just, eh, eh, no reason, no reason. You didn't want to hurt, their, you didn't want to hurt their feelings. Well, I, I'm like, yeah, you know. You didn't want to hurt their feelings. You know, however, you're like, you're like, hey, guys, you can have it this year. I get it every year, you know. And, and it's and it's been raining. <laughs> it's been raining here in Atlanta, so I think it's been raining more on the west side. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that. I'll let those guys. Uh, let Hold those on guys one second. Play. I want to finish this Morikawa thing about the the putt or the. Chip. I think it was actually a chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the pro move is to maybe ask a question to the rules official, like, so what's going on? And just take if he if he wanted time, all he has to do is ask a question about what are, what are we doing? And then that, then he gets that time and he gets clarification to just I mean like Bryson will talk about you know ants or whatever, just talk about something. They're not they're not going to gig you on a on a especially in the middle of that downpour. They're not going to say yeah, oh for, penalty for stroke for or slow play. They're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I need some clarification on a rule. I yeah. mean it's I I can't see literally. It's yeah. raining so hard. Mm -hmm. It's raining sheet of water uh what what's the ruling on this right and you you play dumb you, yeah. you plead ignorance yeah. and, and you say you don't know so i don't could that be uh you know the could that be an experience thing where it's like hey you know let me let me just go ahead and do it yep if he had it to do over would he have waited i i, I don't know but when we get him on the show, we'll have to ask him. I think he wanted to try that rain glove out. That's what he wanted to do he saw phil down there at medalist and his rain gear he's like oh i can do this too could have been. Yeah. Sp uh, maybe maybe it's a new sponsor. Maybe it's a new sponsor. <laughs> Got to get them some airtime. Some airtime coming up. Uh, so I don't know. So I think that that was probably yeah. Between that and then uh, and then the two misses coming in on eighteen. I mean, both of those were. I think that's what cost Morikawa the tournament. I, I think that he had it, and I mean th those three shots. I think uh, I think really said it, but I don't know. I mean, that's a. Pr I mean, those guys are good. Don't get me wrong, but that uh, that putt when it was raining on seventeen, or, or that shot off the green, eh, is it makeable? I don't know. We did. I saw a lot of sand shots out there. I saw a hole in one too, by the way. There was some serious putting going on though. Like I mean, there, there was some. It was some intense uh, playoffs. And uh, congrats to Cantlay. So now he's the what is he the fourth or the fifth uh, two-time winner this year. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, speaking of uh, some back and forth going on, there was a little off course magic happening. Ooh. Well, I, well, I guess there was on course magic happening too. Uh, who you were sharing a tweet that uh, that Jim Herman sent out, and Jim said, 
All right, listen, anybody calls me Charles Howell the third on the course, you're out of here. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it is. Charles Schwartz or Charles Howell, one of those two, yeah. yeah I, I thought it was Howell, but it could have been Schwartz. But it's I a great, it was it's a great tweet, though. It's, it's so it, good. <laughs> it, it is good. And by the way, Jim Herman, we'd love to get some time with you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and, and that's in response to... Uh, which I think this is so good. So good. I, I posted something on, you know, welcome to the, I, I should have framed it up better, but the WWPGA, but it would be just the WPGA. But uh, Vince McMahon is definitely scripting this shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it couldn't be coming out any better. You got a COVID incident. Hey, by the way, this is the first COVID incident that has actually impacted. Well, I don't know if you can say that or not, because there have been other players that didn't get to play tournaments and we don't know what that would have been. I guess the fairest way to say it is, um, this is the first in-course incident that we've had since the comeback where it potentially impacted the results of the golf tournament. I don't know. I'm just saying, look at the U.S. Women's Open, and it, it could have happened. It definitely could have happened because those guys were not really tearing it up out there on Sunday. No, they weren't. Uh, no, they weren't. Yeah. yeah. So, but back to back to the beef. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't talking about Bryson either. Well, I kind of am. I'm talking about the beef between the two players. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Brooksy is kicking people off the course for calling him Brooksy. Bryson's kicking people off the course. Oh, I, oh, I thought his new nickname was Brooksy. Oh yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. You're, you're going all the Brooks, way. You're Brooks, going all the way. Brycey Brookson. Brooksy Bryson is kicking people off the frigging course. All right. Hey, you're out of here. And listen to this shit. So here's what I find even, even more entertaining is it, you know, so when did, uh, they started allowing fans back probably, uh, what late, uh, kind of Marchish, right? March is 25%, give or take around that time frame, 25% easing into it. And three or four weeks ago, it's full bore, man. Let everybody back on the course. Are the PGA tour pros getting soft? Are they getting soft about this heckling? Did that year or not year, did the six or eight months of no fans, no noise, no heckling, no, and I'm sure there was a little, cause you know, people that live on the course and all that, you, you could see that there were still people there, but they weren't allowing true fans in the gate, uh, at least to that degree. So have the tour, pl- uh, tour players, have they softened up a little bit and they're not going to be able to handle these fans at, at, uh, at the course. Cause I'm thinking like, you know, what's going to happen at the Ryder cup. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, they, nobody, nobody is going to call Bryson DeChambeau by his given name. You ain't hearing nothing. I mean, you're going to hear like Brooksy, Brooksy. You're going to hear chance. And number two, number two, what if Bryson and Brooks, Bryson will make the team. I think Brooks is qualified to make the team. I think he will. Yeah. I, I mean, what kind of turmoil is that going to be in the locker? I mean, we're we're way off base here on where we're going. But but back to like, what's going to happen at the U.S. Open when now you've got Brooks and Bryson on course? Because you know, you go back to the the uh, the Bryson comment. You know, hey, it feels what is it? It feels good living rent free in your head. Mm-hmm. And, and now you've got Bryson kicking people out, getting people thrown out 
of the golf tournament. So, so maybe maybe Brooks should be admired for this. He's trying to toughen him up before the Ryder Cup because he really wants to win for this country. Is that what he's doing? I mean, he should be admired for this, right? Yeah, that's one hundred percent. But no, talk about the video uh, that Brooks sent out on Friday night. No, oh, so the so the video, uh, which I'm totally floored that it's still out there. Even I can't believe the PGA because hey, boy, the PGA is quick to yank a video down. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so they, they've left it up and I, Michelob's a big sponsor of the PGA, right? Or they were, I, I think they still are. Uh, I think but, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't drink that garbage. I'm more of a bourbon man, but, um, it, you know, it, so basically he said, so Brooks, Brooks, not Brooksy Brooks says, if you were a fan that where I'm going to have to paraphrase, but if you were a fan that, your time at Muirfield Village or the memorial was shortened. Uh, what did he say? Tag, uh, tag Michelob Ultra, and mm-hmm. we'll send you a free case of beer. Yeah, the top first, fi- the first fifty or something. First like that. fifty, yeah, yeah, first fifty that respond, you get a free case of beer. I'm not going shit. I wish I drank Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bryson was interviewed, and he said it's up to the the tour to uh, resolve this thing. It's not up to him and Brooks to resolve it. It's up to the tour to resolve it. So that's a little soft, man. Mm. It's a little, but so back to the, the whole, uh, the whole Brooksy thing and, and, you know, and everybody, you know, it looked like Bryson had taken the high road. It looked like Bryson had the upper hand of the advantage and Kepka, you know, and everybody was like, Oh, that, you know, he handled that interview so poorly, his comments. Oh, what a dick. And Kepka comes back with a, uh, he sweeps the leg, man. He sweeps the leg. So good. Uh, Yeah, I I say keep it up, guys. Whether it's scripted or whether it's not, you know what? It's building good banter in the game. Uh, I'm sure the uh, the lock, I don't know how the locker rooms are. I think think that some of this is staged. I, I know, Dan, you don't. You think it's legit. Uh, I, I think that I think that there's a lot of fluff going on to get four million dollars and generate some noise for. I think they're I think they're still competing with the um, uh, what was the what's, whatever the SGL PGL whatever it is yeah yeah the Premier Golf League yeah, yeah. I mean I I when they're not competing with it right because it doesn't exist but I, I think it's building like some some um, it's building some noise around. It's just not old crusty guys or my grandpa playing golf anymore. I mean, it, but and two, look at it this way. I mean, you've got athletes out there. You've got multi-sport people, individuals that are out there playing golf now. Uh, you know, I mean, who knows how much creatine uh, you know those guys eat in a day? So you know, there's got to be a lot of testosterone flying around. I mean, back in the day, it was cigarettes and beer, right? So yeah, it's got to be a bit of a change here. So. With the Brooksy thing, I I don't think it's staged because you're getting to a point now where it's getting on course banter. And I don't think the tour would would do that because it could impact, you know, somebody's ability to win out there. Like Bryson, if if he's getting hounded with Brooksy and all that, I don't think the tour is up for that. I don't think they would condone putting that out there to have it kind of start, right? That's why I don't think they're involved. But now, I do 100% believe that Brooks has probably got a team of people working on this, and he is having a <laughs> damn good time with it. <laughs> totally. I absolutely think that is the case. And and I think he's showing up. I You think inside, I, I don't think you'll, you'll we'll hear anybody say it, but, I mean, he did throw out the challenge, what, two years ago? Uh, you know, hey, meet me on the meet me on the first tee if you you know, if you got something to say kind of thing. And, uh, God, wouldn't that 
be that would be so good. Now Brooks, be, Brooks certainly is Team Cooper Kai. Oh, I, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be, I, God, I, hey, PGA Tour, give us, give us a Brooks Bryson pairing. Just mm, give it to us. Mm. Give it to us. And be sure you've called the exterminator and there are no ants. Are there ants? I guess there are ants in California, right? Yeah, that's those big ones. Mm. Woo, that's mm. going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Rough. Ah, it's good stuff. Uh, what did we miss, man? Oh, so we got see. too much good shit going on. Uh, well, my one and done did pretty well last week. Whitaker Fowler had like like T eleven. Oh, T11. speaking speaking of your one and done, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's you know. So don't worry, I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you for third place. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he he did not. He has not taken our advice yet because he is not playing the Palmetto Championship. Mm. And and as far as I can see, his first round, he's sitting at even. And there's a lot. Let let me read off some notables that are playing. Okay. The Brookside Golf and Country Club. One second. One second, though. On Fowler, real quick. Are these classes prescription he's wearing? You think? What's they going said on? They, that's what they said. They said really? that he got. They said that he got prescription sunglasses. Oh. Was he wearing contacts before? Well, he is getting older. Mm, Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> Ricky Vaughn. He is getting older. So now there were a lot of people, right? So let, let me give you a few notables that that played this week. If they didn't play this week, uh, correct me, but uh, but I think they did. Uh, okay, so Michael Thompson, he stayed in Ohio to play. Uh, let's see here. Where's uh, I'm looking for uh, the bear trap because there were quite a few people. Okay, the Bears Club in Jupiter, Florida. Lucas Glover, I, I think he was he was playing at the Memorial, right? Yes, I think so. Brandon Grace played a hell of a match at, he, yeah. at the at the Memorial. He went back to the Bears Club. So at the Bears Club in Jupiter, which Ricky Fowler is extremely, extremely familiar with, you've got one, two, you got six players. Six players. Ricky elected to stay, and I think he's playing the Brookside. So they're playing uh, Brookside and the Lakes. I think Ricky's playing uh, – they may have to play both because I think it's a 36-hole qualifier. Uh, just a couple people that stayed that he's having to compete with. Keegan Bradley, Jason Duffer, Wyndham Clark. He shot an eight under today. Tringali, Hagee, Gim, Charlie Hoffman. How good a golf has Charlie Hoffman been playing? And he's having to qualify for the U.S. Open. Unbelievable. Hmm. Malnati, uh, Rafa Cabrera, Hudson Swafford, Joel Damon, Hadwin, Reavy, Poston, Tway, Laird, Streb, Sabatini, Harrington, Long, Hansdale. I mean, I can keep going. And that's where – and I don't know how many there are. I'm not going to count them. But there's, there's probably 20 or 30 – PGA professionals that elected, and I could see kind of why you would stay and play there. I think there were 16 or 17 spots available. Mm. So give or take about, and that's not all that's playing. That's just a PGA tour professionals. And half of the PGA tour professionals could take half of those spots. And Ricky Fowler elects to stay. Doc Redman, Vegas, Norlander. He elects to stay there and play. I don't know why. I, I didn't see why that was the case that he did that. I mean, hell, I would have gone to, um, I'd have gone to uh, Century Country Club and Old Oaks Country Club and purchased New York. You had uh, three notables there. 
Mm. Uh, who Weisberger, uh, Oppenheim and Lovelady. So, you know, I mean, I don't know why he did that. Uh, it looks like it, it just, it on, as it stands right now, it looks like it wasn't a very good decision for him to, uh, for him to do that. He shot a 73 uh, today. It looks like to me. Oh, well then he's, uh, he's over then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe somebody's magic, uh, just majestically, maybe COVID is going to happen on one of these players at the Palmetto championship. And, uh, Ricky's going to get a little, uh, get, get in the hot seat. Yeah. Oof, oof. It's tough, man. That's tough. Um, what do we miss, man? I'm excited. There's qualifying this week. That's fun. Um, yeah, it's it's been a heck of a, the golf last week was insane with the two tournaments both going to a playoff. It was fun. Uh, I feel sorry for Rom. That was just that was rough. I mean, he 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 crushed that tournament. He was playing so good, you know. But I mean, is there any chance that he loses? Is there? Well, no, let me rephrase that. No. Is there any chance that he doesn't win? No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. I, I don't either. I, I think it was. It, I think it was his. Well, you asked me last week. You said who's the best player in the world. I said John Rom. Yeah, so. had, just had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> just, had, just had to bring that up, didn't you? Um, yeah, I mean, well, and especially at the memorial. So I, I don't know. And it, like, see, that's the other thing that gets me. It, is this building up to because he's going to be he'll be out of quarantine now. You'll still test positive and all that shit with the antibodies and whatnot. But um, but he's going to be ready to go back right at the U.S. Open. So I don't know what the practice facilities look like at Muirfield. I could only imagine that they uh, that they're pretty damn nice, and uh, yeah, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be set up at Muirfield practicing all week, I guess, you know, and, or for the next ten days. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So lots of lots of interesting things to come of this. I know the PGA Tour had announced they were going to end. Uh, they were going to end testing in at the end of June. So I don't know what this does as far as bringing it back. Is it, you know, are things still relaxed? Does it, uh, you know, I saw a picture with, uh, it's it, like, it was a picture of the Memorial last year, which had like hardly any fans. I think who, uh, who was winning and Ricky was out there watching him, uh, finish. Was it speed that was, he wasn't winning, but was it, who was finishing last year and Fowler was out there with his cocktail on the, was that, uh, was that Memorial? Uh, I, I swear. I think it JT, was man. JT. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he was out there with JT. It was probably for the work day. Yeah. But uh, cause it went to a playoff. It was for the work day. Yeah. 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 It was uh, more yeah. Cal and JT. Yeah. Yeah, Ricky uh, Bucky had his uh, he had his virgin uh, virgin milkshake cocktail. Mm. Uh, he was out there sipping uh, sipping greenside. So, looking at that leaderboard Saturday morning after they finished their first you know first thirty six one, I was like, holy cow! Certain people absolutely love this place. I mean, you had Rom, Morikawa, Cantlay. It's like these guys always play well here they must their yeah. sight line this must fit that place perfect or something because holy cow you can almost say i know exactly who's going to play well here next year <laughs> yeah i didn't hear any comments you know because they were asking jack at the last so when when 2020 memorial finished they were you know it, he, i mean he was kind of hinting around that he was gonna you know he did say he wanted to make it more playable for uh the members yeah but it also sounded like he wanted to make it more challenging for the pros yeah and I don't know that he did. I mean, 
I, I don't know. Did he do that? I mean, the score doesn't really reflect that he did necessarily, right? I mean, not, not in what happened. And I mean, and think about like all the off and on, the rain that happened. I mean, it was like back and forth, back, you know, it was like start, stop, start and stop. So I, I don't know that he accomplished. I mean, the course looked absolutely fantastic. And again, you know, what Michael Thompson mentioned about the renovations and, and the way things were looking and received. I mean, everybody was really positive about it, it as far as what I saw. So I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it went really well. And Michael Thompson also said that because it's the first year of innovation, he's not going to be able to drive the greens out like he wants to, you know? So next yeah. year, the greens are going to get a lot more uh, dried out with the with the sub air and everything, however he wants to do it. He, I guess it was probably a little bit too young for the grass to be able to do that and withstand and be able to survive. So he probably wasn't able to do some of the things he wanted to do to make the, cor- the course harder this year. But uh, I think in years to come, it's probably going to get uh, pretty dang tough out there for these guys. Yeah. No one, Jack, too, he's going to know how to tweak little things, you know. Is it is it too late to get a sponsor's exemption out to a player? It looks like he's not going to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> Roll out that orange carpet. <laughs> oh, uh, we lo- we love him. We love him. We're joking. We love him. We really do. No, I'm not joking about the sponsor's exemption. He ain't getting on on his own merits. Mm, he, he is not getting on his play. All right, he is getting in because somebody's giving him a ticket. We're gonna have to, well, you know what? You know, because you're so creative, let's tweet at Phil and ask him if that if that exemption's transferable. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't he owe him one or something? It's transferable. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> good. Good stuff. I think that I think it only gets better as we. Uh, this week's field's gonna be a little bit. Well, I don't know. We got anything else to cover on? Uh, to I cover think on we this covered one? everything. Yeah. It, it was fantastic. I mean, it was great to talk to Michael Thompson last week. Really appreciate him coming on the show. Yeah, um, we were we were texting back and forth with uh, Jimmy Walker uh, after his round oh, yesterday. Yeah. Holy cow! I mean, he's got. I got my eye on him. I think he is going to be. He, he shot like a sixty-five on Sunday. Yeah, I think. He, yeah, he was like seven under. I think is what it was. It was yeah, like, low, low man, uh, yeah. low man for the week. And he's been working really hard, like Phil has. So I, I, I'm going to be taking a hard look at him coming up in the next couple of events because I think I think he's going to be turning something on here soon too. You know. Yeah. He could. Well, I hope yeah. he does, man. I yeah. hope he does. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so stick around. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Michael Thompson, PGA Tour player, 3M Open winner. I just want to give a shout out to Birdies and Bourbon for having me on today. Here's a toast to y'all. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Cal and Dan here with Birdies and Bourbon. Um, this week, we are heading to the Palmetto Championship. If um, if you, like Dan and I, are using FantasyNational.com to look at what players you're going to put in your DraftKings lineup this week, good luck, because this is a first-time PGA Tour event, so we have absolutely zero stats uh, from tournament history i've googled the hell out of uh i'm gonna screw the name up uh congaree i've 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 been i've dan i've extended my uh my google ability the scorecard is about the best you can get i did find that they only have two members everybody else is an ambassador hmm 
And uh, yeah, it's, so it's a you know foundation kind of set up. Um, and uh, not only that, I mean, in looking through this field, so I'm a little challenged as to why and everybody you know the 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 uh, i'll say media i'll say people they're talking about the south carolina swing i feel like we've gone from one part of the country to the complete other side of the country back to the same spot in the country to another spot in the country and back to the same spot in the country they need a logistics person dan Oh, yes, they I, do. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why this is happening in the in the sense that it is, but it is, and that's fine. Whatever you know, it's 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 fine. But I'll add I one think, thing to it. I'll add one thing to it. Okay, in terms of the logistics, person, one hundred percent. Like you're going from South Carolina to Texas to South Carolina to Texas to Florida. It's like all over the place. And then the other thing too was strange. Is like they're still flying Nance and all these guys around. I don't know if was Faldo. Faldo wasn't there in person on Sunday over the weekend. Was I he? thought he was. Was he? Okay. Maybe, but maybe not, but I thought he here's, was. Here's something strange. I was watching the French Open over the weekend as well. McEnroe was commentating on-court commentary from Malibu. <laughs> well, hold on. If you weren't going to be at the Open, and you could be anywhere in the world, and you could, you could commentate on-court for the French Open... Is Malibu a bad place? It's not a bad place, but I was like, holy I, just, God, I didn't know he's in Malibu. Holy cow. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I, who's arguing about Malibu? Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you can get to the boo. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Hey, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Pick, pick me. Pick me. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. It, I don't, I, you know, a lot of people are saying that this is a weak field. And, and I think that that's probably a little bit of an unfair statement. Uh, I, I guess I would challenge anybody that says this is a weak field. Uh, send a hey, Texas DM us birdies underscore bourbon Twitter and IG will we'll work on facilitating a match between you and whoever you think on here is weak. How about that? There you go. Uh, because, because it's, I mean, the, these guys are still good now, you know, it, it is definitely diluted. Uh, if you're looking at, uh, you know, the world golf rankings or FedEx cup point standings. However, we do have the number one player, in the world teeing it up here but recent form mm. uh he does not look like i think this is the only number one ranked golfer to miss back-to-back major cuts yeah probably well i mean i wouldn't say ever but i can't i, I can't think I, of another one yeah i, I think i think ever oh. i think ever and by the way we are not professionals but you can quote me on that back-to-back major cuts I think back-to-back yes, back yes, major that's cuts. True. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Major back-to-back cuts, major yeah. cuts. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't see any different. But again, you know, I guess historically, when they started, I mean, I guess you could probably no, put some right. caveats. of when did they start like ranking and all that stuff? And you've got the different, uh, you know, some some uh, some things happening there. So, um, let's see. Congaree, man. Hey, go. They they don't they don't have a website. The website takes you to their foundation. <laughs> That's how hard it is to get on this golf course. By the way, we're still waiting on our invitation mm-hmm. to uh, to play and review the course. We would greatly appreciate that. Looks uh, sounds like it's going to be fun. I think it'll be the first time that we're seeing it on tour. Uh, well, it is the first time we're seeing it on tour. I think it'll be the first time that we're going to see it on TV. Um, so this is a uh, it's a Fazio design. It's going to play as a par seventy one this week. 
what just shy of 7,700 yards. One of the par fives turns into a par four. And I think that is, that is hole number eight. That's just over 500 yards. So that'll play as a par four for the guys this week. Uh, you got three par fives, four par fours, and a, uh, I'm sorry, three par fives, four par threes, and 11 par fours. And some of these par fours, man, are just absolute beasts. You got 520, 540, 510. So, you know, some of what we think we're going to see here, I mean, I think these courses are going to set up and play in in listening to what Fazio and some other folks have said. um, It's going to be very kind of Royal Melbourne, Pinehurst, Pine Valley, the Ocean Course, which was recently played, concession maybe from a link standpoint. Um, we're going to get into a position here where there's really very little rough. Uh, we're going to see back, you know, think about, uh, the, you know, the Pete Dye design at Keel on the ocean course and, uh, the, uh, uh, the fairway bunker, the fairway hazards, right? So we're going to see uh, it's in the low country in South Carolina. I think it's in between Savannah and Hilton Head, maybe 30, 30 minutes or so uh, north of Savannah. And, uh, you know, you're going to have those waste bunkers. Uh, clubs are going to be groundable. It's maybe that's why DJ elected to play this one. Like, <laughs> hey, no penalty strokes there. Uh, I'm not just stop say, you. I do have a thought, but keep going. Just, yep. just, just saying, just saying. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to set up really well for, for two types of golfers. I mean, in, and in, in thinking, you know, the, the, the similarity between those courses that I just mentioned, um, and we'll talk about some of these players in a minute. I mean, I, I think it's going to be advantageous for the bombers. Um, and, and Lucas Glover did make a comment. He's an ambassador. So he's a South Carolina guy. Uh, he is an ambassador for the golf course. And, you know, he says, uh, what did he say? Something to the effect of if it's, uh, you know, if it stays dry and fast, it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to play that way. So I think it's going to play, if it stays dry, I think it's going to play a little bit shorter. And I think it's not going to disadvantage some of the, the not so long hitters out there and you know some of the bombers if they you know if they're not on their short game and around the green i think that i don't know that that benefits them because again if this court if it stays dry if it's if it's playing firm and fast where the bombers have an advantage to hit it a long way i think some of the folks that are you know the the shorter hitters i think they're just going to be able to to run it run it past the the trouble and the hazard so yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Um, and a couple things. So first off, it said and you, you hit most of these when you were talking about it, but it says it's going to play a lot like um, the Sandbelt courses in Australia. It yeah, was, so Royal Melbourne. Mm-hmm, yep. Voted uh, best uh, new private course 2018, ranked 39 of the top 100 of Golf just Golf Digest's greatest courses in America. The thing I was going to say, you brought it, you brought it up because you were talking about um, somebody a minute ago. Who were you talking about just a minute ago? Lucas Glover. No. Um, Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. And uh, he, he's only, hey, Dan, he's only the number one ranked player in the world. It was something. But if I, I was going to ask you a question. Where the hell is Matt Wolf at? Oh, maybe, maybe he's in rehab. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen the guy in weeks. He's qualified for the U.S. Open. He's top 10 last year. Oh, maybe he gave Bucky his uh, his pass. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I thought it popped in my head. But I was like, where the heck has this guy been? 
I mean, if he shaves that mustache, couldn't he pass as, uh, as Matt Wolf? Kind of. If he pulls his hat down low and keeps those glasses on. Just put on a bunch of, like, uh, the polo <laughs> Ralph Lauren, and everybody will think you're Molly um, <laughs> Horschel instead. Die Gray. Die Gray. Oh, good but where Lord. has he been? I don't know. I don't know. He's got to be hurt, man. I get, well, I don't know. Maybe he's having some trouble. Maybe. Mental. Uh, mental, maybe this, I think. Yeah. Hey, this, this celebrity life isn't for everybody. It's tough, man. Just, just saying. Yeah. Mm. Just saying. I bet, just wish the best saying. for him because, I mean, he's a heck of a ball striker, but I just, I don't know what the heck's going on with his head. Where is that? Yeah. Yeah. Nor do I. But that is, I, it's funny you mention it because, yeah, I haven't heard, haven't heard boo from that guy. I mean, there's nothing, nothing out there. Nothing. Nothing. Well, maybe maybe I'll start a feud with uh, with Bryson or with with Brooksy or Brooks. I don't think he can handle anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even handle the Palmetto. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Uh, let's see who are some notables that are gonna be here this week. Uh, DJ Hatan Kepka. Are you surprised that Kepka and DJ are playing here? That they didn't play the memorial but they're playing here I, i'm a little surprised they didn't play the memorial uh but these guys typically like to play the week before the major so yeah I guess by the, the way by the way another thing to be wary of this week is like uh if they don't like what's going on and whatnot be very careful with your DraftKings lineups because they could hit eject at any point and just start flying to, to california well, they, they absolutely could and that's a good point so you'll see uh brandon grace was uh he's slotted to play here he's withdrawn uh, i don't think you can select him on uh on DraftKings. see Wu kim uh pulled out uh who else pulling out hmm uh a few others but i, would, those are the I two wouldn't go ones. heavy on your bets this week in terms of like placing a lot of money and a lot of people because i and also the qualifiers if those guys qualify on you know was it monday tuesday if they qualify they might not play well and there's a ton of people like i mean redmond there's a lucas Glo- i mean there's a ton of people that are uh that are playing in those qualifiers at uh, wyndham clark mm-hmm. uh so that yeah there's a lot of guys that uh that are playing really well that would Get, but yeah, <laughs> didn't come off wrong. A, a lot of the, a lot of the stable that you would see at at this type of event are in the qualifiers mm-hmm. and are playing the qualifiers. So yeah, very very well could. So yeah, make sure you're staying on top of your uh, on top of what you're picking for DraftKings because that that actually that could be. I'm glad you said that, and I'm making a note. Yeah, who uh, got to get ahead of you this week. Exactly. Uh, let's see. I did well with my picks last week, man. I did really good. Yeah, yeah I did okay. I didn't. I didn't, uh, I didn't set the world on fire, but I. I didn't do bad. I. I, I made money. Let me put it that way. I didn't lose any money. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, a couple guys got me. Uh, who was it that went out? A couple guys went out with WDs and stuff. And I was like, oh, you're gonna be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. You ready to get into it? I am. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, so the 10, uh, let's see, 10,000 and better range. We don't have many, you know why? <laughs> Cause there's not many there. No. Um, you got DJ Brooks, not Brooksy, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, which has been on fire and we're getting revisited with, uh, we got Terrell Hatton. Hatton. Um, how you feeling about the, uh, only four players above $10,000 this week? Um, you know, I don't know what to expect out of DJ. This guy has just been, uh, got PGA miscut T48 at the Valspar T13 at the RBC heritage cut at the masters T48 at the players and last, you know, five events. Recent form is just nowhere to be found in terms of like any time of consistency. Uh, he's ranked last, this is last 
um, how many rounds are we looking at here, Kyle? 24 rounds. Look, 24. Um, uh, 11th off the tee, so that's great. But, I mean, shots gained total, 31st. It's not the number one ranked player in the world type stats you would be thinking of here. Uh, projected to be owned at 16% this week. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away from DJ. I, I don't know what we're getting out of him. Uh, I, I mean, in the field, you would just look at it and say, hey, maybe you got something. I don't know if he actually wants to play through the weekend. Uh, you know, this may be more of a, of a warm up, uh, you know, to, to your point. You know, they want to play the week before and, you know, they just took, uh, you know, the, the six major. <laughs> they took a break from that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you in, in the sense that uh, I'm staying at $11,400. Uh, I'm, I'm going to spend my money elsewhere. Hey, real quick, uh, Cal, I, shout out real quick. We, we talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again. Fantasy Nationals, where we're getting our stats from. We're under the sneak peek view, and holy cow, is it amazing. Oh, yeah. Dan screws me every time on this thing. <laughs> I, I don't know why I ever told him about the sneak peek, but uh, but now that he's got it, it's all he wants to talk about. And it's uh, it's actually working out pretty good. Well, people should know about it because it gives you like all the key shots gained yeah. data, the salary, the projected ownership, the cuts made, a yeah. graph of their shots gained and how they're tr- how they're trending. And then it gives you the last five tournaments. It's like that's everything I need to make a decision right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm with you on DJ Kepka. Uh, I, the only reason, the only reason that I would, I would fade Kepka is because winning back-to-back tournaments, it's just, it's it, it just, it, it's not going to happen. Right. I mean, it could happen. I'm not saying it, it does, but winning back to week to week, back-to-back tournaments, it just, it doesn't really happen. And I think that he's solely focused on winning the major. Just ask him. He'll tell you. He will tell you. I'm out here to practice to win a major. So I don't know what you're going to get from him. I think you could easily see his numbers look. I I mean, shit, he's uh, in my model. He's ranked number two. Uh, He's uh, you you saw him T2, you know, old old lefty. God, I wish I had my glasses. Uh, T2 at the PGA, uh, Phil Mickelson. You know, I don't know another uh, another Vince McMahon storyline there. He did miss the cut at the Byron Nelson, missed the cut at the Masters, but then you got a T2 at WGC Mexico. And what that was concession, right? Yeah. Yeah, and which this course is going to play it, it. It'll play similar, not not exactly, but it'll play similar. And by the way, while we're talking about that. This is going to be another course where, and, and we mentioned it on our uh, on the previous show for the PGA Championship. This is going to be one if you know folks that play good in Europe, uh, you know, on on the uh, on the European courses, uh, those link style type setups. I mean, this is really going to play right into their wheelhouse, right? So we'll talk about Padre Harrington in a bit, I'm sure. But uh, well, actually, he's trying to qualify for the uh, for the U.S. Open, so we may not be talking about him. Uh, so I don't know about Brooks, man. I, I think for 11,100, I, 18, uh, projected at almost 19% ownership. It wouldn't surprise me if he, it would surprise me if DJ wins this. It wouldn't surprise me if Brooks comes out and wins this other than he doesn't want to win it. Well, I think Brooks, um, he's got a lot of things going right now. So I know he wants to win next week and I know he can win next week and he's, his game is that good. Um, he also wants to win the player impact program. 
So he knows that oh, if he wins, if he happening. wins player impact, I mean, is, is it? I'm not sure if there's a, does the winner get like 10 million. I know like a, a lot of people get four nah, million. I, I thought it was. I thought every top they, 10 they, gets four. Top 10 and every. I think it's a 40 million dollar purse. So that's like winning two majors right there. If he gets yeah. the four million bucks, so he's like, I really want to win the player impact program. I mean, you know what kind of trophy you can buy with four million dollars? I tell you, man. So <laughs> I think those are his two biggest. Um, uh, goals right now are to win those two things. So I don't think he cares right. at all about this thing right here. I do so, too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of antics this week. Oh, I cannot it, wait. It, I cannot wait for like 11:30 on Wednesday. I think it is 11:30 uh, on Wednesday when his presser <laughs> for this. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of Bernardo's Circus, but uh, this could be Bernardo's Circus 2.0. There you go. <laughs> uh, so you know who I do like out of those two guys? I like Matt Fitzpatrick. He didn't have the best Memorial uh, run in that he missed the cut, but T23 at the PGA missed the cut at the Byron Nelson, T4 at RBC, which I think this course is going to kind of play a little bit like that. I know it's not a links course, but it is very, you know, it, it, it's, it's placement driven and uh, T 34 at the masters uh, Fitzpatrick is ranked uh, second in strokes gains total. He's first off the tee. His approach is where he's lacking. He's ranked 105th. So absolutely sucks from that perspective. He's 15th around the green, which, Hey, that's what I think it's going to be off the tee and around the green here. And I mean, putting is every week. So, uh, but around the green, he's ranked 15th and he's ranked fourth in putting could be the week for Matt Fitzpatrick. He's going to be, he's projected at 16 and a half percent. And I think that, uh, I think he, he and the next guy, I think are two uh, that I would go for, these two guys over the first two guys all day long. I would, too. Course, I would too. At this yeah, 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 yeah. I would too. Yeah. So the next guy, Terrell Haddon, um, I don't know what do you, uh, T38 at the PGA set out on the Memorial T39 RBC T18 at the masters missed the cut at the players and T21 at the API. Uh, let's see. Seventh strokes gain total 12th off the T third and approach. 80th around the green. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit about Hatton. He's ranked 40th in putting. Uh, he'll be fine there, I, I would imagine. But uh, I think the off the tee and the approach shot, I mean, if you're ranked third in approach, then do you really need to be that good around the green? So I, I don't know. This course may give a little different perspective, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there, too. Yeah, I mean, so... <clears throat> That, that ends the $10,000 range. So out of the $10,000, I'm with, I'm with you. If it's Patrick and Hatton all day, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm fading uh, DJ. I mean, they're probably going to be a couple of the higher-owned guys. Uh, well, I don't know. It says Terrell is projected to be at 22%, so he's higher than those. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, so 9000 uh, let's just Let's pick out a few that we want to talk about here. Um, uh, who who do you who do you like in the nine thousand dollar range? It's 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 a rough field, man. Um, you look at Harris English here, uh, PGA sixty fourth, Brian Byron Nelson thirteenth, Wells forty third, Heritage Cut Masters twenty first, and a lot of yellow on the shots gained. I mean, he's gaining around the green, but he's he's losing off the tee. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm fading him. I just don't like the recent, uh, recent form with Harris English. Uh, I do like that 110 that, uh, Michael Thompson said he fixed for him, but, uh, I don't, don't like his game recently. <laughs> what, about you? what about you? Uh, who am I off of? I, you know, I'm off. Yeah. I'm off of Harris as well. I'm off on Sunjay. Uh, that his game is just not together right now. It's just kind of not really happening for him. Um, 
You know who I'm on? I'm on Pat, uh, Patton Kazire mm-hmm. and Alex Noren. Uh, I think Kazire, uh, he did miss the cut of the memorial, but prior to T3, Charles Schwab, T3, Byron Nelson, T58 at Wells Fargo, T60 at Valspar. Uh, around the green, you know, he's kind of sucking it up there, but, um, uh, you know, I, I approach, he's ranked first in, in my model, so, and, and putting, he's ranked first. So, uh, I think, you know, he had a shitty week last week, but, you know, prior to that, I mean, he's playing some pretty good golf, so I, I kind of like where he's at. Uh, Norin looks pretty solid all the way around T13 at the Memorial, uh, T55, T21, T21, T25 at RBC Heritage. I think he's good. I think this is a place where Keith Mitchell with this field could get hot. I think Kevin Kisner could get hot here. Uh, I do want to talk about Lucas Glover. So he's an ambassador for the golf course. So You're way you know, down in the $8,000 range now. Oh shit. Sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> You're way down. In- <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I mean, I'm so confused by that. I mean, I can't keep things straight. There's only, I, there's I only mean, like five, $9,000 guys. It's, it's, I, I it's, mean, a, that, yeah. it's so uncommon. Yeah. And uh, again, with the logistics of this thing and with the, with the draw that you're getting, it's like, dude, you can't go back to, you can't leave Ohio. Send me uh, on PGA on us open qualifying week send me back to South Carolina and then expect me to travel cross country to the U S open. I mean, people are just not, they're not going to make it. This tournament's going to have to move to have legs and have some longevity. Um, so I don't know, maybe it's, I don't, I don't know what the, uh, oh, what the history, or I know what the history is. I don't know what the, uh, contractually, I don't know what the obligation is of how long this thing's going to keep going. If this is just a filler spot or what, but yeah, they're definitely going to have to move. Mm, I agree. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm sitting Harris. Uh, I'm sitting Sunjay. Well, I just said I, I like Kazire. I mean, Poulter, maybe you could get on a little bit. Um, and uh, and Noren, you know, I, I totally can get on Alex Noren, T13 at the Memorial. I just went over him. Uh, I shit, I'm down to the $8,000 range again. <laughs> you keep getting down to the $8,000 range. Uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. five, five at a spot. Yeah, yeah. Kazire, I played him last week. He missed the cut. He's one of the ones that kind of burned me. Um, yeah, so I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm with you on the on the plays and fades there. We we, we like we we, do, we like um, Poulter and Kazire and um, yeah. Fleetwood. Are you getting on Fleetwood here? He's he's so up and down. It's cut T fourteen, cut T forty six, cut. So it's like uh, I don't know. I know, but he, but he likes those open courses. He likes uh, he likes the link stuff, man. I mean, this could be a place where he gets hot. I think so. I, 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 I'm I mean, gonna play him. Could, could be, could I'm, be. I might play him as my one and done. All right. So I've already talked for like fifteen minutes about my eight thousand dollar range and who I like, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? uh, I know. So no, I'll give you two that I like. Uh, I, so I'll give you two two plays for me, and then, then I'll talk about. It. So Lucas Glover is a definite play for me. I'm actually going to give you three. Uh, Lucas Glover's a play for me. Jonathan Vegas is a play for me. And Dan, you want to guess my third in the eight thousand dollar range? Schnedeker. Oh yeah, baby. Give me snads. Give me snads. And I, so again, I mean, think about the two, uh, well, the three, right? Really? So, th- but think about Vegas and Snedeker. I mean, I would say their games couldn't be any more opposite, but I think the course is actually going to allow both of those guys to kind of set up and play that way. I mean, you're going to have Vegas that's hitting bombs and you know, the approach, you know, he's ranked 41st, 
Uh, putting is not doing that great, but, uh, you know, so we'll see how that kind of pans out. But Snedeker's going to be able to, you know, it, it, he's going to be able to kind of hit it, hit it right between the treble. And, you know, putting, he's ranked 11th. Off the tee, he's ranked 81st. But I don't think that's going to be that big of an issue around the green. He's ranked, ranked 21st. So I kind of like where uh, I kind of like the Sned play here. Also like the Vegas and, again, Lucas Glover, he's ranked third in my model. He's ranked 13th off the tee, uh, fifth around the green, and 33rd in putting. He was T37 at the Memorial. This is Lucas Glover, T8 at the Charles Schwab, missed the Wells Fargo, T48 Valspar, and T33 RBC Heritage. So those are my kind of go-tos here. I don't – I'm just looking through, and, I mean, to be honest with you – I'm paying attention to the salary, so don't get ahead of ourselves. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I'm also paying attention to this old elk. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I swear, there is no one, there's no one in the $8,000 range that I don't like. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. It's, it's a good range. I don't like the first two ranges. This is the one I like. I like the $8,000 range. Yeah. We went through the ten thousand, and we went through the nine thousand. We like two guys in each of those things. So yeah, yeah if, if if six times um, uh, if uh, if six divided by fifty thousand would work out in that eight thousand dollar range, I would just I would pick everybody from the eight thousand dollar range, man. I mean, it is yeah. uh, it, it's it, I I think that all these guys have the ability to make the cut. That way, they, everybody has the ability to make. Well, I don't shouldn't say it like that. I think everyone has the potential that they have the game to make the cut on this course with the field, and I don't think that there's anyone in there that I would be leery of uh, from that. Yeah, I, I I would play any of these guys if if I needed one of them. Yep, one hundred percent. Uh, seven thousand dollar range. Give me, give me seventy nine hundred dollars, man. I mean, give, give me both seventy nine hundred dollar players. I think both of those guys. Uh, I think this is a kind of course they can pop at. Uh, Danny Willett, T twenty six at Memorial, T sixty four at PGA. Missed the Valspar, T eighteen at RBC Heritage, and yes, one time. Masters winner Danny Willett missed the cut at the 2021 Masters Tournament. But hey, you know what? So did uh, so did DJ, right? Hey, he's he's eleven thousand eleven thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah, so uh, there there you go. I, I will take Danny Willett over. Dustin Johnson at this tournament. Oh, a really? A absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We can put a bottle on that one. Nice. Uh, so, so I like Willett. I like Luke List, uh, Rafa Cabrera. Uh, you know, he, he, I'd say he started out kind of slow. I mean, uh, RCB's kind of, I would say he's putting it back <clears throat> to where he kind of sits at. Uh, T37 at the Memorial, T32 at the Schwab, T21 at the Nelson. Uh, who you liking, Danny? I see a couple of your guys in there. I like Rafael Cabrera, uh, Rafael Cabrera Bella here. I like the the recent form there. I was going to talk about him with that that trend you just hit on right there. I'm definitely a thing for seventy eight hundred bucks. Uh, projected to own less than ten percent. Um, I like him here. I like Laird. I always like Laird. Um, recent form: T fifty three, T twenty three, T sixty one. Off the tee, 59th, uh, approach 22nd. So he's got those irons going on, man. I mean, uh, I like him. He doesn't rank well for this model, but um, you've seen him pop recently, too. So, yeah. Uh, old uh, 
What do you think about old Pat? I mean, he's, he's been on a little bit of a streak there. So T45, T39, T26, T29. Um, Vincent Whaley. Exactly. Exactly. Vincent Whaley. He has made, and, and this just is, I'm just looking at what's, uh, what's on our sneak peek. So the past, he's made the past five cuts. I think he's made like the past seven or eight cuts. T20 at Schwab, T26 at Nelson, T26 at Fargo, T29 at Valspar, T34 at the Valero. So uh, quick math, uh, give me a, he's averaging a T29 finish at $7,700. That's why he's projected to be 20% owned. But I mean, all his numbers look good, man. I mean, the guy's playing, uh, I don't know who in the hell he is. We'd love to have him on the show and get to know him and figure out who he is. But this guy is on a tear, man. I mean, he is. He this is, is uh, I, I like where he's at. Uh, I mean, it's $7,700 over, you know, Sabatini. I'm probably fading. It, but, you know, Sabatini's one of those sneaky dudes, man. He always, uh, the, these kind of setups, right? I mean, the Corrales, uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, Sabatini's always kind of in the hunt there. And, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm probably fading Sabatini. Yeah. Uh, JT Poston, uh, T65 at Memorial, had a couple of missed cuts. T26 at the Wells Fargo, T54 at Valspar. There, you know, I, I want to say that uh, there's probably something there in his ownership, right? So he, he's going to be. Um, he is not going to be chalky, and I, I think that he might stand to pop at a place like this. So, you know, that, that's a maybe for me if I need a filler in the $7,000 range. Ben Martin is going to be highly owned at 17% projected, 7600 bucks. T26 at Byron, T11 at Wells. Missed a cut at uh, RBC, T34 at Valero, and T9 at Corrales. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been playing great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just looking through a few more of these uh, $7,000 guys to see if there's uh, that, that's kind of me, man. Seamus I, Power. I think... <laughs> Look <laughs> yeah, at those results. Look at the Seamus I know. I know. Yeah, you, you're on him heavy. <laughs> you're not a fan, huh? Uh, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I think I did put him in the lineup, actually. Mm. Uh, I put Peter Uline in the lineup, too. I but... am fading EVR. Yeah, I don't blame you. Is it because of the pants? Uh, either that or because I think he might destroy more uh, equipment on this course. Or, <laughs> or he might hurt his caddy. I hope his insurance is paid up. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, uh, the, yeah, the couple that I like out of there, uh, I don't know, uh, and uh, Mafa Richie this week. Uh uh, Bo Hogue, maybe, I don't know, T13 at Memorial, 66 at the Bryson. He was on a string of missed cuts there, but I don't know. Is that something coming back from him? Uh, yeah, I'm with you on Seamus Power. You, you can't really can't get around that. Uh, you know, Camilo Vijegas, uh, mm -hmm. I yep. mean, that like, I mean, he responds well to these kind of setups, you know. I mean, this is, uh, you know, he's definitely had some challenges there over the past year or so, but uh, but looking pretty good coming back in. Uh, and so I'm, I'm on Whaley. I'm on uh, Willett and List. Uh, who am I off of 100%? I think I'm, yeah, I'm off uh, EVR. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bo Hogue, man, T13. Yeah, I already mentioned him, but, uh, you know, that's possible. Uh, been on, I mean, missed the cut at the Memorial, but, uh, I don't know kind of where he's at. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's, 
Uh, yeah, not. Uh, I'm, I'm spending all my money in the eight thousand dollar range, man. There are some people you can pick down here. We just went through them, um, but I like the eight thousand dollar range too. Yep. Yep. Uh, anybody you want to hit on in the six? Uh, there's at least one, maybe two that I want to hit on. So, go. You go first. Uh, T four, the PGA Championship, links style setup at the Ocean Course, Padraig Harrington. Uh, if, I mean, if you're betting heavy on the, like, if you're, if you're betting heavy on the top side, it's $6,900. I, I, well now that's pending. So he is trying to qualify for the U S open today. So it depending, I'd keep an eye on that. So that that's a, maybe if he's even going to be playing or not, but uh, I think that that's a play. Uh, Ches Reavy, it looks like, so to get, check this out though. Ches Reavy has missed his last five cuts. Yeah. But he can't. I, I don't forget what I said. It was six under, seven under. Like he's gonna, he's gonna qualify for the U.S. Open. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm. Um, who else is? To see if there's anybody down here that I'm kind of hung up on. Will Gordon, uh, potential. I know he's got some miscuts in there, but I mean, in this kind of field, I mean, it's a, that's a maybe. Um, but again, as Dan mentioned earlier, I mean, a lot of these people are trying to qualify. So even though they're down here. Uh, and, and that's the people that are going to be sitting down here, right? I mean, those are going to be the folks that are having to qualify for the U.S. Open. If they do or if they should, uh, they easily could uh, could pull out uh, pull out of this tournament, withdraw from this tournament. So, yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot. Of, it's a lot of hit and miss down here, but just because a lot of missed cuts and inconsistent recent form. So there wasn't a whole lot of people out here that were just like, oh my gosh, pick me! I'm a deal down here, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm good on the picks as far as that goes. Uh, you want to go, uh, are we ready for one and dones? I'm ready for one and done. Yeah. I think you, I think you pretty much used everybody. Do you have, have anybody left? Um, well, I'm not picking Ricky, Bucky Fowler. I picked Bucky last week. I did well with Bucky. I know. I saw you. I saw uh, you. You go first. Yeah. Shit. Um, I'm, I'm going with the Englishman. I'm picking uh Terrell Hatton. Okay. You can have him. Uh, I'm going Lucas Clover. Yeah, damn it. Mm. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> uh, it's, what, it's what I get for talking that guy up, man. What are you it's talking about? You spent 10000 bucks on yours. Mine was a lot cheaper. Hmm. I had 10000 to spend. Uh, let's see. What's going on with the show? We've got, uh, we got several. We've got several shows that are that are coming out to be released we've um we've got uh, we got a blind tasting coming up this week with wilson torres from union horse he oh. must be us he must be a sucker for punishment man a glutton <laughs> for punishment <laughs> i don't know he's coming back on twice uh let's see um what else do we got oh tonight uh i'm heading to uh local three um chris hall's establishment we're gonna have a um he's cooked a whole pig for us and uh we're gonna have a uh a bourbon uh barrel bourbon tasting so that should be absolutely fun i have no idea it's a good thing we're not recording this after the tasting because i probably <laughs> i don't know who, who knows what's going to happen there uh what else is coming up i think we've got um we got rye whiskey coming up, uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, Phenomenal spirits. We'll be recording with uh, in the near future. Um, what else is happening, or what else is coming up this? What's coming up this week? We got a lot of shows coming up. Um, so um, 
yeah, it's it's uh, we've had a, a great time. I mean, the Michael Thompson interview I thought was great last week. Um, this week oh, we got uh, we got to get scheduled with uh, Scotty McCarron to come on. We're gonna have a blind tasting with the um, uh, Champions Tour champion. Uh, sent him some sample. I sent him Pappy. He wanted Pappy. You can get Pappy. There you go. <laughs> I think we'll release Holmes Key this week as well. That was a great interview we did with them. Ooh, it will be awesome. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, it's good, man. A lot, of, a lot of fun things going on. I can't wait as we get climbing into next week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ooh, baby, mm-hmm. it's going to get hot. It's going to mm-hmm. get heated. Oh, yeah. And we need to start a rivalry between us. Okay, we can do that. Because I'm, I'm getting ready to come on a tear on this one and done. I'll tell you, I got some guys saved for some of these events. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've used everybody. I'm going to use Ricky Fowler's caddy next week. Oh, no. Well, that's see, th- you know why I haven't used Ricky Fowler yet? I'm saving him for a special event. <laughs> you special, need to. <laughs> a special event. Did you play him this week in the qualifier? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, All right, kids. Uh, hey, thanks to everybody that's supporting the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Dan and I greatly appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to get one of our barrel picks, we may or may not have any left. It depends on which ones you're looking for. And uh, more importantly, we'd appreciate a like, we'd appreciate a follow, or uh, I guess you can, does it, do they have a don't like on there? I hope not. We'll, we'll even, we'll even take a don't like, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, but well, we'd love to, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, are there any, uh, any, any local uh, distilleries, breweries in your area that uh, we might be able to get on the show or you'd like to hear on the show? Uh, we would definitely be open to do that. And we got to get out and play some golf. So if you're up for playing golf with us, uh, let us know where you are and uh, what golf course you're playing at. We'd love to uh, love to get out and have a round of uh, play around of golf. And uh, who knows, we may bring some bourbon. There you go. Uh, yeah. Check us out at birdies underscore bourbon on all of our social. We're at birdies and bourbon on YouTube. And uh, until next time, here's to barbecue and bourbon. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.